Good afternoon and well, good afternoon and welcome everyone to a very exciting beginning um, here at Pilsner Work Inspired. The opportunity to be able to explore the wonderful Chag of Pesach Chaba Leinu Latova from a PWI style, right? Which here in the base medrash of Pilsner, the base medrash of Gersey, to be able to see and understand in depth the connection between Parnassa and the different Chagim and different stages that we go through throughout the year. Just before we begin, we'd just like to dedicate this year is being given the Ilinishmas, a very special Yid, Rab Shalom Alter Mark, Rab Shalom Alter Ben Menachem Mendel, right, who was a very special Yid who survived the Holocaust and the Zeicha to come um, to Eretz Yisrael and to be able to build the Mishpacha and Dari Daris and all of the learning and the inspiration and transformation that will be done from this year should be a Lilinishmas's your site as on the 25th of Adar. Welcome everyone. Our on-site, our on-site Bnei Chabur here at the Bay Simcha Cafe. There you go. For those of you who are not able to make it in person, joining us on live streams, on live stream to be able to at least see the coffee. It's worth coming to Ramat Beit Shemesh just for the coffee, just for the coffee. And for all of our listeners around the world, to our anytime and other platforms who are joining together with us as we go through this journey, it's very special. It's very special to be able to share the light of the Pilsner-based Medrash. Rav Gerzi, of course, many of you know, right, Talmidim of Rav Gerzi, um, who will be joining us throughout the series, is not going to be here together. If you haven't yet noticed, he's not sitting next to me. Um, for this intro here, but really the or of Pilsen and the base medrash was tremendous Satov, right to the base medrash and to the kolel and the program that's been taking place here over the past year. And very exciting what will be starting after Pesach within the global Chabur, really what you're going to be able to get a taste of as we go through this Pesach series, the opportunity not just to hear some nice ideas in a parsha Torah, right, or a, a fascinating discussion in a podcast, but really the opportunity to be able to see what's been taking place here in the base Medrash, to be able to go through a topic in Torah, through Chazal, through the sources, avoiders to be able to take with us, to be able to implement into our lives. But as Hashem, this is what we're going to be doing after Pesach in the Global Chabur, as we're going to be exploring in-depth topics of work, topics of money, topics of wealth, topics of finance. It's very exciting, Be'ezus Hashem, and each one of you who are going to be tasting with us today should enjoy the Tam and invited to be able to join us with us as we journey together after Chag. So it's interesting, this topic, Pesach and Parnassa. And I was having a conversation about this with someone, and I would say that when we're thinking about Pesach, perhaps you might even think to take Pesach and to limit it to the topic of Parnassa is perhaps we've been imprisoning. Right, as we know, is Yidin Pesach is something, right? It's our oxygen, right? Pesach is is it gives us chius. It's our it's it's our it's our birthday, right? It's our it's it's everything. Pesach is everything, and the truth is, is that it would be imprisoning. And even here, in Pilsner work inspired. I'm to be broken going to say to think that every, Pesach is just about Parnasa is imprisoning. That is not the intention, right, of this year. However, at the same time. What we want to do here together is to understand that for so many people, when they hear, both of them start with the same letter, when they hear the pay of Pesach or the pay of Parnassah, the only thing that they can think of of what they have to do together is the fact that Pesach costs a lot of money. You know, and it does. It does, right? Pesach and Parnassah. Okay, 
have to give. I have to. I have to. I have to be able to pay for everything. You know, any of the conversations as we roll into Chodesh Nisan, what the kids get out of school? Why did they get out of school so early? Are the pre-Pesach camps? How are we going to make everything work? And it's a bit of a chaval. It's a bit of a shame, right? Because the truth is, is that there's so much of a deeper connection, right, between Pesach and Parnassah, and that's what we're going to be doing here as we as we explore and excavate this topic together, right? To be able to see how Pesach and Parnassah and the themes of Parnassah and work are something which is embedded throughout the Chag. So that therefore each one of us, as we go through the Chag, and I would say even not just as we go through the Chag, as we prepare for the Chag, right? If you're the type of person who's going to be finding themselves preparing for Pesach, not just when you're cleaning your house, right? But you're going to be in the office, you're going to be behind your desk, you're going to be behind you know, whatever you're doing for work. And you might be thinking, okay, how is this anything to do with Pesach? I mean, besides the fact that I need to have money so I can pay for my matzahs and pay for pay for the afikomen presents and so on and so forth, you know, and the vacations right, and going away, I understand. But what does my work, what does my involvement in Parnas have anything to do with Pesach? Right? It's my hope, it's our hope, and our tefillah, but it's Hashem, we're going to get there, that throughout this series that we're going to understand that there's so much depth to it. And what we're going to be doing, just to give a quick outline of this series, is that as we transition from Purim, right, into Pesach, right, we're going to explore what does it mean, HaChodesh HaZadachem, Rosh Chodesh Nisan, how to understand the Hachana process of Pesach and how that connects to Parnassah, right, traveling into Shabbos Agadol, right, traveling into Pesach, looking at Leil HaSeder, or the fundamental mitzvahs of Matzah and Marer, right, and the Arba Kosos, <coughs> Steeper Yetzias Mitzrayim, right, Shvi Shal Pesach, Right, to be able to give us a way as we go through from Hachana, through all the way from the beginning of Pesach to the end of Pesach, to be able to give us a way so that we're able to connect in a deep way, to be able to understand what's taking place. And as we always do here right, in the Chabura, to be able to walk away with practical tools right, and avodas so that we're able to tap into the koichos of Pesach that are there. And that HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to connect in many aspects of our Vodas Hashem, but also in the area of our Parnassah. All right, so the truth is, how do we start talking? I just mentioned it a few seconds ago, right? If we're going to talk about Pesach, we can't talk about Pesach before talking about Purim, right? Because we know that from already, from the Gemara speaks about this deep connection, right, that exists between Purim and Pesach, the Gemara and Megillah, right? Daf Bav Ahmed Beis is being Darish, <coughs> a Pasuk, that we know from the from Esther, we just read it, the Kayim Aleim Liois, Right, that we should be Mekayim, right, the 14th and the 15th of Adar, in every year. And the Gemara and Megillah is discussing, right, what happens, what do we do in a situation, right, where we have a leap year and there are two Adars in terms of when do we celebrate Purim? And we find, right, there's a Machloikes, right, Rabbi Yazar, Rabbi Yoisi. Right, so we see over here that v'choshana v'shana ma'choshana v'shana. Right, so we see over here adar samach l'shvat afkan adar samach l'shvat. So when we have one shita that when we're saying it should be v'choshana v'shana that it should be in every year. Right, so every year, literally, the Megillah is talking about every year. What the drash over here is is just like it's in every year. We find that adar is connected to shvat. So so too. Rabbi Lazar and Rabbi Yaisi are saying that we should celebrate Purim 
connected to Shvat, which would mean that we would celebrate Purim in the first Adar in a leap year. Then we have the Shita Vishim Gamliel Sabar, Bakhol Shana Vashana Makhol Shana Vashana Adar Samach Nisan. That in every year we find that Adar is connected to Nisan. Afghan Adar Samach Nisan. So so too in we should have Adar connected to Nisan, and therefore we should celebrate Purim when? And this is the way that we pass in the halacha, where we should celebrate Purim in the second Adar. So the Gemara continues, Bishlam Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yoisi. Mistaber, Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Yoisi says, right, we says it's Mistaber time of the Emavir and Allah Mitzvah. because of the fact, right, that we have a klal when it comes to the Torah that we shouldn't be Mavir and Mitzvah. And therefore, if we have an opportunity, right, to do something sooner or to do it afterwards, right, we see that we don't want to pass over a Mitzvah and therefore we shouldn't do it first. Ella Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, my time. So, what's the reason Rabbi Shimon Gamliel holds of his opinion? So I'm Rabbi Tabi, time is Rabbi Shimon Gamliel, because Mesamech Geula the Geula Adif. Because even though we have this principle of Eimavir and Ale Mitzvahs, we have another concept here, right, which is brought down, and we hold this way, is that we want to connect the Geula of Purim to the Geula of Pesach. Right, Mesamech Geula the Geula Adif. And much has been written about this. It's written about the Halacha, it's written about Right in the Svar Makdashim, Svar Pnimim, about what's really the deep connection right between Purim and Pesach. The fact that we have to have this connection on the calendar year. And what they're explaining is that there's a process which is unfolding. Right. And it's a deep, it's a deep Torah, right? There's many aspects of it. But just to speak about one angle that we spoke about within our Purim Shir, it's not too late. I believe it's still on a it's on YouTube. It's still on the channels. People can get access to it. And if you haven't yet seen it, it's never too late to connect to Purim, especially because we're speaking over here about a hachana for what we're doing over here. So we have over here a very insightful Torah from the Sfasemes. He's speaking a parsha Zachar Taf Reish Mem. And the Sfasemes says, that we know that the Zaman of Geula Right in its highest form, right? What's the root of all geula comes from Pesach? Vamalek yada vehaven kivietzias mitzrayim itzchasku bnei Yisrael ledoris oylem. And Amalek, right? That koach of Amalek was able to sense this, that through yetzias mitzrayim bnei Yisrael were becoming strong, and therefore the chemiyava Amalek levatel v'lahachlish koach yetzias mitzrayim laarev laarev beistan. And therefore, because of that, because of the tremendous potential, so Amalek came and Amalek went to be mavatel and to weaken that koch that we have. So that we're not going to be fully connected, not fully holding in the root of Nisim. So says the Svasemes, So therefore we find that that before we come to Pesach, we have this mitzvah of Parsha Zachar, the Svasemis goes on to explain as well the Shtashlus of how Purim right, came at particular at that time. And what the Svasemis is saying is something very profound. Is, is that we know that when it comes to this mitzvah of Sakhir Samalik, we say that we should remember that which Amalek did to us, right? Whether we were Badech, where we were coming out of Mitzrayim, where we had this tremendous experience of Geula. And through that, right, we were mischazik, we were, mischa, we were, mischa, we were, mischa, we were 
right, to be able to reach our potential, Amalek came Zafka to be able to break that and to be able to weaken that. So, so too, what we do each year is it's Bederech the Pesach, right, to understand that as we're moving towards Pesach, right, and the Sa'ara of Pesach and the Sa'ara of Geula that each one of us is able to tap into when Pesach comes around, in order for us to be able to fully experience Pesach, first we have the mitzvah of Zachar. First we have the mitzvah of Mechias Amalek. First we have a Purim. So therefore we see that Purim itself is part of the Hachana of Pesach. How this ties into the realm right, of, of finances and how it ties into the realm of money and Parnassah. So as we explained in our Purim Shir, right, that one aspect of removing the klipa of Amalek was for us through our Purim to be able to absorb an abundance mindset. Right, to be able to have a healthy relationship with Shefa, right, and to be able to block those things in the, the klipa of Amalek, which is blocking Shefa, right. And the concept that we're going to be rolling with over here is, is that as we've gone through that experience through, through Purim, and we've been able to connect ourselves more to this abundance mindset, that sets up the stage for us so that therefore, as we roll into Pesach, right, and all of the bracha connected to Parnassah that's there for us on Pesach, we're going to be able to connect with it. So where do we find, which is to now jump into this topic, right, that some of you might be thinking about, okay, it's very, very nice, but where do we find this connection between Pesach and Parnassah? So really, it's found in the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah. Right, the Mishnah Rosh Hashanah says, right, Mishnah, that we find that there are four times in the, in the year, right, that the world is judged. Right, but Pesach alatvua. That when it comes to Pesach, there is a type of a judgment which is done on the grain. But Seras alaperos, when it comes to Shvuis, connected to the pears, to the pears ha'ilan, to the fruits of the trees. Rosh Hashanah kol be'olim oivin maran. Right, so that we're familiar with. Right, that's the one most people relate to Rosh Hashanah. We're speaking over there about right about um, about about our Rosh Hashanah in terms of people being judged. And then the Chag referencing to Sukkot, right, being judged on water. So the question over here is, what does this mean that Pesach nidon alatvua? So there's a Torah from the Bnei Yisachar, right, in Mamari Chodesh Nisan, where he explains and really reveals for us a bit of the dynamic, and this is what we're going to be talking about today to understand the the dynamic about the dynamic of that's being expressed there in the Mishnah of Akadosh Baruch Hu, being judging the world on Tfua Davkan Pesach. So the Bnei Sascha says, Poiskin Miloimer Geshem Bechaga Pesach. We find, right, that we know when it comes to davening for rain, we start davening for rain on Sukkot and we stop davening for rain on Pesach. So Tzadik says, Dehine Geshem Hu Parnasa, because we know Geshem, right, connect, he quotes the Gemara in Tainus, right, that speaks about and highlights this, right, the connection, right, and get, uh, between Geshem, rain, right, and representing Parnassah in the world. And he says, That when we eat matzah on Pesach, that itself is a skula for Parnassah. Both through mitzvah and matzah, right? Nimshach parnasa lecholashana. That through eating matzah on Pesach, that enables us to be able to draw parnasa into our lives for the whole year. The whole year. This is what the Menei Sascha is talking about. 
And therefore, we find that on Pesach is the time that Kharashparhu right is judging us, right, and is 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 is, is having a judgment on the Tfua. And he brings a Rem as Valkane, we find the Gematria that the Gematria of Matzah Lechem Oini is a Gematria of Geshem. Right? The 300, 343. That if you do the gematria of matzah v'lechem oini, you're going to find that it's the same gematria, which is being mirames, that on a spiritual level, there's a primi connection between eating matzah and gashmias, right? And, draw, and drawing in shefa. I think when you read this, this, this Torah, when you think about what he's saying, he's saying something very profound. This is something we're going to build out here today. Is, is that the zman itself of Pesach is a zman of Parnassah, and through the Achila of Matzah, we're going to speak a little bit to suggest why a little bit later, we find that it's the Parnassah is being Nimshach, right? That the abundance, right? Our Parnassah is being drawn for the whole year through this mitzvah of Achilas Matzah. So he says, And therefore we find that, that on Pesach Hashem, right, is, is bringing a, a judgment on Tua. And what we'd like to suggest here is that what this B'nai Sassler is, is, is highlighting regarding the relationship is, is that it's not just that Hashem on Pesach judges the Tfuah. What HaKadosh Baruch Hu is sharing is, is that when Hashem decides to judge the Tfuah is in a time in, that is ro'i for Shafa and Parnassah. And because of the fact, what he's saying, because of the we find that through this, it's drawing down Parnassah. This is a time that Hashem says, aha, this is going to be a time that we're going to bring a judgment on the Tzvon. This idea as well, it's true that it's really hinted to the Tzvah We're going to see the Tzvah inside in a second. But the Tzvah before we get there, right, highlights the Gemara Rosh Hashanah that really speaks about this dynamic. The Gemara Rosh Hashanah and Tzayin Amad Aleph, right, brings down Tanya, Rabbi Yehuda, Rishim, Rabbi Akiva, Bibnei Ma'am, Rutoira, Eviu, why is it that we find that also on Pesach, right, we have the carbon, the carbon Oymer, right, that for us nowadays, right, because we're not able to bring the carbon Oymer, for us, that just means, you know, on the second day of Pesach, you know, really have to realize there's another mitzvah, we have Sphere's Omer coming into place. But really, there's a lot of depth to the mitzvah of Oymer. We'll see if we have the time to discuss it more within the series. But the Gemara here says, because Pesach is his manatfuah, Pesach is manatfuahu, says, now Dafka at this time, that I want you now, Dafka, at this time to bring the carbon omer. Why? So that therefore I'll be able to give you a bracha. Meaning that Kharashparch is saying, I want to bring bracha. Right? I want to bring bracha, and therefore. I'm asking the way that things will be set up is in a way that Hashem says, bring the Oymer, so that therefore I'll be able to channel in this bracha. And this is what the Svasama says in Pesach Tafresh Mem Zayin, where he explains, where he says, Isa be Mishnah be Pesach right, that we just quoted a, a few seconds ago. What does it mean that I'm Pesach Kadesh is bringing this judgment al Right, the Hashem says, "Bring me the Oimer, so that therefore I'll be able to to channel bracha into the field." So the Svasema says beautifully. He says, "Inyanu, 
because on Pesach, Bnei Yisrael went out of Mitzrayim, Nasu Kalim the Kabal Habracha Haba Mishmaim Bishoresh Hashefa. That Bnei Yisrael, we became the vehicle, we became the vessel, and that will be able to re- in that which will be able to receive the bracha, to be able to receive the blessing from Akadash Baruchu Bishoresh Hashefa. What does it mean, Bishoresh Hashefa? They will be able to receive. Right, the bracha that Hashem is sending down from its root. So Svasam is, go, is going to explain beautifully. We find this halacha we're all familiar with, right? We can't eat chametz on Pesach. What's the idea over here that we can't eat chametz on Pesach? So he says, Because what is one way of looking at what chametz is. Chametz is a manifestation of a bracha that takes place after that bracha that came from Shoresh was already mispashed, it already expanded, it already developed into something else. It was already nishtana, it was already mischametz, it was already mispashed, right? It already changed, right? We know we have the dough, right? And then through the process of something become chametz, it changes into something else. So therefore, what the Svasemis is saying is so beautiful, is that he's saying, we'll just read a couple more lines and then we'll sum this up. He says, that when we talk about the difference between Chametz and Matzah, and we're going to speak about this, really, this is not a share in Chametz and Matzah. We're going to have a dedicated share in Chametz, a dedicated share in Matzah, but just everything is intertwined. So just understand what the Svasemis is saying over here, connected to the what the Parnasa on Pesach is, is that he's saying, is, is that matzah manifests the reality of receiving something kamoshahi just as it is, right? It is what you get, it is what it, what's there. You have the dough, you put it in the oven, that's what it is. And that's manifesting bracha that's coming from shoyrish. What's chametz? Chametz is manifest, manifesting, receiving bracha that already changed. It already went through a process. It's not receiving bracha from its state of shoyrish. So says the Svas Emes, what's one understanding of why B'nai Yisrael were not allowed to eat chametz on Pesach? Hear what he's saying? He's saying we can't eat chametz on Pesach because the Zman of Pesach, because of the Or of Pesach, is a time in which Hashem wants us to receive the Shefa and the abundance B'shoyresh. He wants us to receive it from its root source. He doesn't want it to receive it after it was Mishtal Shel and it was already changed. So Hashem says, Asr Tid Chametz and Pesach, Hever. On Matzah is a time where we, Pesach is a time where we want to be able to align ourselves. And we have the ability to, because of the fact we went into Mitzrayim. So that we became the vehicle, the Kalim, that we can receive Bracha B'Shefa. So Hashem says, for these seven days, where there's this tremendous awe of receiving Bracha from a place of, of its Shorish, from its root, therefore eat Matzah so that therefore you're able to align yourself in that way. And that's what he goes on to say. He says, we find as well, Kachilas Menachais, that when it came to the Karbanois, so he says that we find, right, when it comes to the comes to Karbanos, we're directed what was how, <coughs> what type of what type of lechem was eaten with it? Was it matzah? Right, was it lechem? So he says that we find this being paralleled as well over here, right? It's manifesting a spiritual reality. 
right, of that which is taking place. So he says, Achilles Bnei Yisrael Pesach B'Ktusha. That when it comes to the Achilles of Bnei Yisrael Pesach, it's done in a way of Ktusha, very similar to Karbanois. And then he says, the Chayin, Sidra Chereshparcho Liyoiz Din Hatzvua Pesach. And this is the key line. This is what we were talking about a few seconds ago. Chereshparcho was Misadim. Then when will the din of Tvua be? When will the din of Tvua be? Dafka bePesach. Al Yedeshe Bnei Yisrael Muchanim Biyamim Elu the Kabbal Habracha Karoi because of the fact that the Or of Pesach and through Yitzias Mitzrayim we're able to receive Racha B'Shoresh from of that Shavah of that abundance. Hashem says, Ah, now's the time I'm going to be give the din of Tvua. So that therefore, as we saw from the Gemara Rosh Hashanah, Shittis Barach Lechem Tvua Shebasadu, so Chodesh Baruch says, ah, I, can give my, I can give more. So that therefore, the Tvua of this year is going to be blessed because it's coming through Pesach. So beautiful. If Rabbi Kurzi is here, it'd say, Tzvi, stop. And just receive what the Tzvah Semes is sharing. Beautiful. We find that Pesach is called Shabbos. Just like Shabbos Kodesh. Of course, Svasemus, everything is about Shabbos. So just like Shabbos Kodesh, right, So the Zohar Kodesh, we've spoken about this in the base Medrash, but the Zohar Kodesh says that Shabbos is the day that brings bracha to the rest of the week, even though on Shabbos itself, the month didn't fall. So he said, the Shoresh Habracha Koydim Shemizgashim. Right, that what is Shabbos? Shabbos is the Shoresh Habracha. It's the Shoresh Habracha before it, it, it's brought out into anything which is physical. And therefore he says, Kemot Kain Bepesach Habracha Yoredes, I'll call you Meashana Beshoresh. Svasema says, connection between Pesach and Parnassah. Bepesach, the Bracha comes down on the whole year, right? Similar to what we saw. From the Bnei Yisachar, it comes down the whole year. B'shoish v'zeh shoish enom yicholin the kabel rach Bnei Yisrael, and to be able to receive this bracha in a state of shoish is only something that Bnei Yisrael can can be able to tap into. So what we see over here, the Sfas Emes is explaining right in in a in a very beautiful way, right is is that because Hakadosh Baruch Hu, because Hakadosh Baruch Hu wants to give us. Because HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to channel, right, Shefa to us. So therefore, Hashem is judging. And Hashem is bringing this judgment, Dafka on Pesach. Right, the Svasemes, the Svasemes he, he, he opens us up even a step further, a step deeper, connect, explaining what's really going on, right, between this bracha of Parnasa, Parnacha and Pesach. It's really a deep Torah. We'll have to go through it a little bit quickly now. But we'll see. Maybe Mezuz Hashem will discuss it when we have Rabbi Gerzi here because it's, it's, it's touching on it's touching on Yisoidus of the Bria. But just to be able to have a time in Tafresh Nun Aleph, the Svas Emes asked this question. He says, Why do we need to have bracha? <coughs> What's this idea that Kadosh Baruch is bringing bracha? Create the world in a way, in that created a world, and it should produce grain, right? It should produce produce. So the Svasema says, It's true, Kadosh Baruch created the world in such a way, but then there was the chet of Adam Arishain, in that, through that chet, the ground, right, the Adama became cursed. 
And part of that curse is that through frustration a person should eat, and thorns, and there was a blockage. There was a blockage from that chef and the bracha being able to come out. Right, achilas from the etzadas soyvera, and as a result, right of the chet of Adam Arishon, right, there was a mixture of tov and psoyles, and that caused the blockage of bracha. So here the Sassam says, Achen Mitzrayim, but what happened on Pesach? Nevaru Bnei Yisrael, that there was this cleansing process of Bnei Yisrael. And because of that cleansing process, right, the Kor Barzel, right, that we went through when we were in Mitzrayim, we received the Koychais so that we, and this is really what our whole our lives are about. What does it mean to be a Yidin? This is the Aleph base of Yiddishkeit, right, that we are able to, and we are sent to be able to remove the Psoilis, to take away the Psoilis Metaycha Oichel to peel away the klipa, to peel away the bad, right, to be able to find the good, to be able to uplift the good. What does it mean, lechem oini? Right, so one understanding of lechem oini, the Svasama says over here, right, the lechem, that of, of affliction, that we were zoiche to the lechem oini of matzah, right, because of the suffering, because of that which we went through in Mitzrayim. This, that the Inoy of Mitzrayim, that was able to lahoitzi halechem et It was able to bring out on some level, right, to bring out the lechem that was cursed, that curse that happened as a result of the chait. And he says, that he says that what took place in Mitzrayim because of the Inoy that we went through, the suffering that we went through, that was Mikayim, the suffering of Yitzavon Tochlena. And therefore, as a result of that suffering that took place in Mitzrayim, where we're able to remove a layer of this curse on the land, and therefore we're able to access bracha. And look what he says. He says, Chazal amru lechem So how is this relevant to us? So it's relevant to us because another pshat, where Chazal were doish, what's lechem oini? That it's a bread in which many things are said. Haremes should be sipur yitzias mitzrayim metaktim ata komas shehayu tzrichin az metakin idea avodah kasha that that which bnei yisrael were metakin through being in that suffering we are able to be metakin and we are able to achieve that through telling the story of mitzias mitzrayim through lechem oini the lechem that we speak over is connected to the lechem oini the lechem of affliction and therefore through sipur yitzias mitzrayim that we do. We're able to be metaking that which B'nai Yisrael were metaking through their suffering. And what's the result? Let's see what he says. V'yesh remez chziv. He brings a beautiful remez that he says when it comes to the curse of after the chet of Adam. It says, B'tavon tochlena kol that you're going to eat this bread, this B'tavon tochlena in a way of affliction. In a way, it's sadness. We spoke a lot about this in the Chabur. What is this? But for now, we'll just call it sadness. Okay. All the days of your life. So look what the Svasema says. He says, And when it comes to Yitzhak Mitzrayim, what do we say? That you should remember. That we should remember. Same words. We should remember Yitzhak Mitzrayim all the days of our lives. So the Svasema says, Shaya days of Yitzhak Mitzrayim. That 
that through our Zechis Yitzis Mitzrayim and through our Lil Seder, when we're involved in Sipi Yitzis Mitzrayim, we're involved in this process of taking, of getting rid of the bad and on some level being able to connect, right, to a light of the Eitzachayim. Because after the klala of Adam Arishon that took place in the beginning of time, the, the, the Adama was cursed. So what's the Svasem is saying? The Svasem is saying is, he started off with a question and said, why is it that we need to have bracha? Didn't Hashem create the world in a way of bracha? So he's answering and saying, Hashem did create the world in a way that things should produce. But because of the klala, there was a blockage. And therefore, we need to have the bracha to be able to uplift that so that therefore we're able to receive the shefa and the abundance that Hashem wants to give us. How does that take place? Through Pesach. Through Pesach. Because it was through Pesach and it was through, it was through us being in Mitzrayim, the Shibut in Mitzrayim, and the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. I think we could understand perhaps one understanding. I was, when I saw the Svasemis, we saw that the Pnei Saskar said, that if you remember what his lashon, he says that through the eating, the Bnei Yisachar says that mitzah, matzah, nimshach parnasa, the lechem oini. He says, lechem oini, The eating of the matzah is a schooler for parnasa. One way of understanding this, one way of understanding this, based off of what we see over here from the Svasemes, right, is, is that because of the eating of the matzah, right, which is the eating of the matzah, which is a, a, a kiyum, Right, a kiyum of this lechem of this lechem oini. That's something which is 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 able to channel in the parnasa because we're able to get rid of that blockage that happened from chayt adam arishan. But b'chomikra, what we've seen here, and really, there's a lot more to share. And as we we're going to be really rolling it out as we unpackage each topic of Pesach, is is that yes, there's a tremendous connection, tremendous connection between parnasa and Pesach. Right, not just the fact that we have a lot of bills to pay. Right, and this is something which the tzaddikim spoke about. I have a beautiful minute brought down from Rav Chaim Palaji, right, in, in, in Moy the Chochai, that he brings down that there was a minhag, right, Leil Moitzi Pesach, Noigim, Lishtach, Shibolim, Bebatim, Amanichim, Gam, Shibolis, right, Beroisham, that what they used to do is that Amati Pesach, they would take out the wheat and the, 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 the stalks, right, and they would lay it out in their houses. Now, why did they do that? Mishum de Pesach, Nidoinim, because, as we quoted before, Mishnah Rosh Hashanah, Pesach is a time in which HaKadosh Baruch Hu, right, is being Nidoin Alatua, and it's Simana Toiva that we should have a year of abundance. And what we're trying to do as we go through Pesach is that we're trying to connect to this tremendous or this tremendous or that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has embedded within the Chag of Parnassah. Right, we know even from little children, we remember. Right, why is it? Right, and you can imagine. Right, the first leil haseder. Right, the first leil haseder. All the yidden getting ready to leave Pesach, and Moshe, Moshe gets up and says, "Yidden, no, no, wait, wait, wait. What do you need to do, everyone? Before you go out, make sure. Right, make sure that you take all your money. Right, we know machas chayshach already. Right, that they were already doing the hachanas for this. Could you imagine such a thing? Do you think that's what they were thinking about? Nice jewelry and money. They wanted to get out of Mitzrayim. Either they just want to get out of Mitzrayim for the Gashmias reason, for the Ruchnias reason. What is this that we need to go get money? But we know, HaKadosh Baruch was very makbid. HaKadosh Baruch was very makbid, and Moshe Rabbeinu was very makbid to tell them, listen, Chevrolet, we, we, have, we have something that goes way back to Avram Avinu. 
wanted us to leave Mitzrayim wealthy. So we find as well another deep connection here, right, between Pesach and money, Pesach and Gelb. Right, as well, it's a big topic within itself. Mezuz Hashem will touch upon it throughout the series, spoken about it previously within the Chabur, right, that when we look at the story of Pesach, right, the story of Pesach, even before we went out of Mitzrayim, right, we know that Paro, that when he had his approach of how to be able to enslave the Yidin, right, that he did it from a very strategic way, right, of taking something called avodah work and turning it into avdus, right? And one of Paro's core strategies on how to be able to break a nation, how to be able to break a person, not just physically, how to be able to break them mentally, how to be able to break them emotionally, right, psychologically, was to be able to take something, right, called work and to be able to turn it on its head. And therefore we find once again, embedded into the theme of Pesach, an understanding of work, what work is meant to look like, when work goes wrong, when work starts to become unproductive, and a geula process from being in a bad job, right? I think it was a bad boss and it was a bad job. He ticked off all the boxes of what a bad job is to be there in Mitzrayim. And the geula process of an understanding of what work is meant to be. So we find that from all planes, money perspective, an abundance perspective, a work perspective, we find embedded into this Chag of Pesach. And Be'ezus Hashem, what we're going to be doing, what we're going to be doing, once again, not to limit Pesach just to these topics, because Pesach is, Pesach is Ein Seif, Pesach is everything. But for each one of us to be able to go through the process of Achanas for Pesach and the Mitzvahs of Pesach, so that we can understand, so that we can understand each Right, each one of us, and to be able to bring it down into our past. Just to share a couple of avoidas, right? We're going to speak about, as I mentioned, we're going to speak about these more in depth as we go through the Chabur. But just for now, since we spoke about it, we want to be able to end with something practical, right? What we shared here today is, is, is that one experience of eating matzah is the experience of connecting to bracha in a cherish. Right, we saw from the Svasemans. Therefore, Hashem said, you can't eat chametz. And something that we can do is we sit there, right, on, on, on Lel Seder, right, with our matzah, even not just on Lel Seder. The rest might be easier the other nights. Of, of Lel Seder, it's hard to do kavanas. If you're not doing Seder by yourself and you have other people you have to entertain. But Hashem should give us all siyat to the shmei to be able to do it even in Lel Seder, right, as we sit there, right, because obviously that's the greatest night of Pesach, right, that as we sit there with our matzah, right, and we eat our matzah, Right, to close your eyes and to be misbinding, to be able to imagine this reality that what I'm connecting to when I'm eating matzah is I'm connecting to bracha in a shurish. I'm connecting to ein soif, right, in a shurish in, in a very, very deep and very profound way. And a kadashbar who is channeling in through me, as we saw from B'nai Yisachar, through the achila of matzah, is channeling shefa and parnasa for the whole entire year. And another avoided that we can also keep in mind, based off of the other Torah we saw from the Svasemes, Right, is that when it comes to the Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, right, obviously there's a very big focus on the Nisim and the Flois that Kodesh Baruch Hu did, and then the Makois. Right, and each family needs to find for themselves you know, what part of the Haggadah to, and the Sipur Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to focus on, right, depending on who's there. But one thing we find from the Svasemis, and something that I, really struck me when I was reading this, is, is that sometimes we can get caught up on the Geula, but we find that it was important to speak also about the Inui, right? Within the Haggadah, within the text of the Haggadah, 
right? There's an emphasis to focus on what took place, what was taking, what was the Inui. And what we see from the Svas Emes here is that it wasn't just, okay, like, okay, let's speak about the suffering. So then we could talk about the Geula. But we see is, is that through speaking about the Inui, through speaking about the Sapar Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, talking about what that Avoida was that they had, we're connecting to a Tikkun, we're connecting to a rectification of what took place thousands of years ago in Mitzrayim, which ultimately was blocking a klala, which comes from the beginning of time, right, from Maisa Vereshah. So as Hashem, we give a bracha to each one of us, right, as we journey together, right, that we, each one of us will be able to find that Torah, right, find that angle that, that you're able to connect to. And as we go through the process of preparing for Pesach, we should do it, right, when we're sitting there at our desks and we're sitting there taking care of everything we need to, to recognize, ah, what I'm involved in right now, in my parnasa and paying my bills and making sure, you know, I have everything and being involved in my work, this is deeply connected. I am doing a hachana for Pesach by being involved through this. Each one of us should have an amazing day. Mm-hmm.